Hello and welcome to the Ladies Football Show with the 42 and the LGFA. I'm delighted to be joined by Kiro Sullivan, core captain, okay. here in Croke Park and we're at the launch of, of course, the All-Ireland Finals this coming Sunday. Kira, how are things? Good, thanks. Busy day? Yeah, look, busy day, but it's a good complaint, I suppose. Absolutely, and really looking forward to Sunday. Yeah, really looking forward to it. Um, I suppose at the start of the year, it's where you're hoping you'll be. And now that we're there, we are really looking forward to it. I think it's kind of a long week waiting around for it, but it's getting there slowly but surely and just really looking forward to Sunday now. And I suppose, Gear, like, you know, there's loads of extras this week. There's what not special meet and greets with, with fans. Yeah. There's these media days, things like that. But obviously training still has to be done. Yeah, that's it. And it's just trying to keep focused, you know, and while we're, these media days are great and meeting the fans is great, you know, you just have to remember all the time that you have a job to do and that that's what you need to be mainly focused on. Um, but it is it is nice to meet the fans, you know, they're hopefully the ones that are going to be travelling to support us and hoping that we are hoping that we'll get over the line. So it is, they are all things that have to be done. But as I said, it's just about keeping focused on the job in hand. And here last year, not being there obviously was hugely disappointing. Mm. You told me off air that you watched it at home yourself and it, it was quite strange. Yeah, it was strange. Um, I suppose just because we had been involved the previous few years, it was a strange one not to be involved. But you know, we were beaten in the semi-final by Mayo and we didn't deserve to win. They were better than us, so we couldn't have any complaints. But it was strange to watch it. But I suppose, you know, you couldn't begrudge Dublin their win. They had lost three finals before that and they're an excellent team. And to stick together losing three finals like that isn't easy. So, um, you know, while it was strange for us, um, I, I wasn't um, begrudging Dublin of the win. And if we rewind to this time last year, you know, you're not in an All-Ireland final, but going back to that semi-final loss in Breffney Park to Mayo, the feeling after must have been just pure heartbreak. Really. Yeah, it, it was heartbreak to be honest because you've put so much into it all year and a semi-final stage is just, it's such a nerve-wracking mm -hmm. stage because all you want to do, I think particularly in ladies football when there's only one day in Crow Park a year, all you want to do is to get there and to just fall short. I think maybe by, was it two points? I'm not sure, but mm -hmm. it was heartbreaking and it took a while to kind of recover from it and to pick ourselves up again. But I think we kind of just bottled that feeling and, and remembered that at the start of the year when we were training hard and, you know, just trying to remember why you are training. And I suppose going back to earlier this year, yourselves on Dublin did meet in Crow Park and, and they came out on top and, you know, they'd never beaten you in Crow Park before, I don't think. Yeah. So you, that might give them a little edge on Sunday. Yeah, I suppose that's what everyone's looking for is an edge here or there, you know, just an inch w would do because there's not, never anything between the teams. But I suppose, you know, we were coming into that match and to be honest, I was very nervous coming into that match. I thought we're playing in Crow Park against Dublin who were all in champions and lifting and I thought we could get... And at times it did look like they were going to, you know, pull away and win by much more. So while they did beat us, we were kind of happy with given how early it was in the year that we had held on and come back and put up a bit of a fight. But we know that, you know, how good Dublin are and that it's going to be a massive challenge for us. But, you know, as I said, we're there now, so we're going to give it everything we can, but we're going to have to improve massively on what we've done so far this year. And I suppose just looking back through the year, um, you didn't get to the league final, but you kind of bounced back in Munster, got your hands on the trophy again, and you've had quite a strong All-Ireland series. Yeah, I think the Munster Championship was massive for us because we weren't even in a Munster final last year. Mm -hmm. So 
for a lot of our girls and younger players and even players who've been on the panel a few years but it was their first year starting to win a cup you know is is massive deal and we really enjoyed that monster and we celebrated it maybe more so than we had in a good few years because we hadn't been there last year so I think that was a massive a win for us um, we were losing the monster final at half time so kind of showed good character as well to to come back and win um, and I think that kind of set us up for what has been a relatively good All-Ireland campaign so far. And Kira, maybe talk to me just about this, this group of Cork players. I suppose it's different to the kind of the Cork from, from years ago mm. and maybe different to the Cork that has met Dublin before. Uh, a lot of these girls won't have had that experience and that kind of rivalry. Yeah, I suppose it is different in some ways as a lot of new girls, but there's kind of still the same ethos mm. and, you know, work ethic in the team and the same camaraderie that has always been there because while there's been a few, a good few changes, obviously, we've still people who have been there the last few years and have kind of taught the younger girls, like the likes of Ashley Barrett, who's been there with years, you know, and shared her experiences and brought in the hard work and the friendship and all that has, that has been there for years. So it is you know we have new people in that but I think the it, it is still the same kind of same as I suppose as I said ethos in the group mm -hmm. so we're hoping that that will stand to us Sunday. Absolutely and Kira, I suppose looking at the forwards like you know one huge thing about this Cork team is is their attacking play and I think you've racked up crazy amount of goals so far um, you know there's girls coming on there say Saoirse Noonan coming off the bench mm. Emer Scali has really stepped up this year like there's endless names there um, it's a serious attacking unit though yeah it is I suppose um, you know we do have good threat in our forward line but like if you look at Dublin so they, they do as well so I think you know our forwards our main job on Sunday is going to be to stop them breaking out attack because they're half-back line breaks at such pace and sets up the majority of their attacks that our forwards could spend a lot of time on Sunday defending, which if we do it well, we'd be very happy with. Absolutely. And then, of course, the back line as well. <laughs> we can't ignore that. No. It mightn't just be as experienced as it has been before, but those younger girls are, are serious threats. Yeah, they are stepping up massively. And I suppose, like, we've... Roisin feeling obviously who's been there a good few years is probably you know the experienced Shauna Kelly um, centre back but like Maura O'Callaghan while it's her first year getting game time has probably been on the panel six five or six mm -hmm. years so it still has a lot of experience you know Melissa Duggan playing fabulously well this year and like I think probably the one that in training that none of us like to mark the most you know for such a young girl and with what would be relatively little experience she's playing as if she's always been around so it is great to see and to have those girls get chances and really step up and take them. And Kira, just lastly I suppose just to, to ask you about your kind of two dual players Hannah Looney and Libby Coppinger it yeah. was obviously nice to see them win on Sunday. Yeah it was brilliant and I suppose if we're honest we'd be a little bit jealous you know that they've it done well the camogie have it done now the girls aren't done yet but that they've won and you know you know massively proud of them because it's so hard being an inter-county player there's so much commitment I don't know how they do it with both of them but mm -hmm. we're hoping that they can you know take some of that winning mentality and that experience that they gained last weekend and bring it and share it with us on Sunday and hopefully get us over the line. Absolutely and how nice would it be for a Cork double? Oh it'd be unreal yeah <laughs> I think we'd be celebrating that in Cork for a while but you know we've a lot of work to do before then and it's going to be a massive game but one we're looking forward to because we're there now we've worked hard to get there and we're going to give it a right go anyway absolutely well thanks so much Kira, for you. joining us and best of luck on sunday thank you
Okay, so I'm delighted to be joined by Neve Woods now from Tyrone. How are things, Neve? Very best. Good stuff. Busy morning. Um, yeah, busy morning. Um, but it's great, and there's great buzz. And I suppose all the girls that are here today are really looking forward to Sunday. So we're really looking forward to. It. And I suppose every team sets out at the start of the year, and the goal is to get to a final, to get their hands on a cup. In this case, obviously, it's an Ireland final. Um, you're just delighted to be back. Yeah, definitely. Um, as you said, everybody sets out at the start of the year with the same goal, that that's ultimately where they want to be. Um, playing on Ladies of Ireland final day, it's a massive occasion and it's a brilliant place to be. And I suppose as thrown, from a throne perspective, we're just delighted to be back here 12 months later. Um, we're hoping to improve our performance from last time round. So I'm going to cast your mind back to last mm -hmm. year, to 12 months ago, to here and to that loss at Tipperary. Um, how heartbreaking was it? Um, devastating of course, um, every final you play and you want to win and I suppose the stakes are so high on an Iron final day. Um, I suppose for the majority of our girls it was probably the first time a lot of them played in Krug Park and I suppose you have to factor in the occasion and the hype and the support and all of that as well and I would safely say it did have um, an influence on our performance that day and I suppose we felt that we didn't perform to our best um, and saying that Tipperary are a fantastic side and um, we're well ready to go up to senior football last year and I suppose either team was ready to go and um, but we've learnt a lot from it um, we've learnt a lot from that defeat and we've really worked hard on it for um, the last 12 months and we're just delighted to be back here in the same position and we're hoping this time for a winning result. And Neve, is that something that you kind of referred back to through the year to that loss or was it kind of just put in the past? Um, well, certainly we talked about it at the start of the year. We actually didn't take too long of a break after the Ireland final. Um, we took a few weeks off and then our gym work started for the winter time again. Um, but we talked at length at that stage and then it was just put to bed and we know that we can improve and that we'll learn from it. Um, but there's new girls into our panel this year who weren't there last year. Um, so I suppose it's a completely different experience from them. Everybody will be coming into the game on Sunday with a different outlook. Um, but we're all wanting to get the same result at the end. And I suppose looking back, it, it probably isn't too easy to kind of take good memories from the day, but obviously it was a huge experience to kind of play in front of that crowd, to play in Crow Park. Mm -hmm. The noise, the colour, like it was an incredible day for uh, ladies football. Yeah, it certainly was. And I suppose the tenants that was there last mm -hmm. year, it was record breaking and it was fantastic to see. Um, the support that we had was simply amazing. Um, and I suppose you talk about the the hype and the buzz around schools and local clubs, like it really was fantastic. And it was brilliant to see so many people within the county um, getting behind the ladies team. And I know this year, um, with the men being obviously in the All-Ireland Senior Final, mm -hmm. the same hype and the same buzz has been there for both the ladies and the men. And I suppose we're, we're both feeding off each other. And we're really looking forward to having that excellent support back with us again on Sunday. Brilliant. And I suppose looking back through the year with Tyrone, um, you kind of set a marker at the start of the year and just went from there and the goal was always to get back to here. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you could kind of take us through the year, take us back through the league, Ulster and then the All-Ireland Series. Yeah, um, well the National League, um, ideally we'd have, we would have liked to have finished in the top four and made a semi-final as we just missed out on that last mm -hmm. year. So I suppose at the start of any year you always want to go a step further than what you did before. Um, but we again we fell short in the National League and we finished in fifth position. Um, so that was disappointing, but in saying that, um, the quality teams that we played in Division 2, you have a lot of senior championship teams there, and we certainly learnt a lot from playing against that um, opposition. Um, the Ulster Championship, we played down, there's only two intermediate teams in Ulster, um, so we played down twice, and um, it was here, it was a convincing win um, for us on both occasions, um, but in saying that down, um, did put up a, a good test for us as well. 
Um, the reformat and the restructure mm -hmm. of the All-Ireland Championship was excellent and we really found it um, highly beneficial because we have such a large panel and it gave plenty of girls game time and we were able to rotate our team an awful lot which was brilliant um, and I suppose then coming into the All-Ireland final on Sunday we know that no matter who's called upon they each have experienced it and are confident in coming in to do a job. Um, we then moved on to um, the All-Ireland quarterfinal and that probably was our first game that in the championship that it was, um, I suppose, tight on the scoreboard as such. Um, and it was really a physically tough game against Wexford, another quality side. Um, and we got past that and met Sligo in a semi-final, the same team that we faced 12 months ago mm -hmm. at the same stage of the championship. So you can imagine the two of us um, know each other inside out realistically at this stage. Um, and that game was level with three minutes left on the clock. So that certainly was, um, here it was a test of character. And we finished the game and won by four points. Um, an excellent um, win for us, but we've learned a lot from it. And I'm delighted that we got that test at the semi-final because it gave us areas to work on to improve upon now heading into the final. Um, I suppose on the other side of things then, Meath had an excellent mm -hmm. semi-final win and were highly impressive. Like They really are a fantastic side. And we know in order to overcome Meath on Sunday, we'll need to be at our best. Um, and it certainly has the makings for an excellent game. Absolutely. And I suppose looking at Meath, they have huge strength in their attack. Mm -hmm. That's one thing that you do really need to cut out on Sunday. Yeah, um, um, yeah definitely here. They've excellent firepower up front and their score lines have, um, I suppose, ref been reflective of that. Um, but we've worked hard and I suppose defensively we've been solid all year. Yeah. Um, so it'll just be interesting then to see um, how the game pans out. Absolutely. And Eve, I suppose you kind of touched on um, not making the semi-finals of the league. And just before that, yourself and Carolina Hanlon were away at the Commonwealth Games and the next thing you're facing off on the pitch <laughs> when you come back. Yeah. Um, as you said, uh, myself and Carolina were away at the Commonwealth Games and we were in Australia for um, a month. So I missed the last two National League games. Um, but in saying that, um, here it was a fantastic experience when we were away, and, um, but at the same time we were delighted to come back and get straight back into football. Um, and there's a good healthy rivalry always between Throne and Armagh, so Absolutely. it always makes for an interesting one. And Niamh, what's it like balancing the two? I'm sure you're asked this 700 times a week yeah. <laughs> today. Um, balancing the netball and balancing the Gaelic football, what's it like? Um, that's a good question and you know as you say you're, I'm asked that many times but um, I suppose I don't know any different you know it's a busy training schedule it's a busy game schedule um, but I'm just fortunate to be in that position like I love playing netball I love playing football and will continue to play in both for as long as I can um, I always remember um, somebody saying to me years ago that you're a long time retired so play for as long as you can and enjoy it and that's exactly what I'll do. And I suppose you've mentioned it before and Caroline has mentioned it before that they kind of benefit each other, they go mm -hmm. hand in hand and you know you can carry things across one another. Yeah certainly and um, the skills, there's many skills that overlap in there um, and the two of them really do complement each other um, and then outside of that as well you know it's a completely different both circle of friends and network of people and at times one is like a breath of fresh air away from the other if that makes sense and the two of them re just go really well together. Absolutely but netball is in the off season at the minute mm -hmm. are you? so it's just all focus. On yeah it's all like, focus yeah. on football definitely um, and it's nice in that sense when um, it is championship season that um, netball has taken a break um, and saying that we have World Cup next year so again the netball schedule will be mm -hmm. um, I suppose obviously pretty full on ahead of that um, but here it's an exciting position to be in and we're really looking forward to it. 
but all focus, I suppose, is on Sunday and that two o'clock throw in on Mead. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we are here, we're delighted to be here 12 months um, later and we're really looking forward to the game. Best of luck, Neve. Thanks so much. Thanks very much. Thank you. And lastly, I'm joined by Laid Captain Kate Flood. Kate, thanks for joining us. No problem, thank you. Busy morning. Uh, yeah, no, it has been too bad. Uh, just a few photographs and a few more interviews. So it has to be done. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But I suppose, yeah, look, you're back here, you're in Crow Park. This is your fourth time in Crow yeah. Park in an All Ireland yeah. final. Yeah. So 2010, you faced Limerick, same opposition on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. No, it'll be interesting. Uh, uh, we're, we're all looking forward to it. And uh, hopefully, Limerick's bet us the last time, 2010. So we're hoping this time it'll be. Uh, the other way around that we get the win. And do you have much <coughs> memories from 2010? You were quite young back then. Do you remember much about it? Um, not really, no. Like I just kind of remember the dress room, the whole occasion, mm -hmm. like the parade and the warm up and all that. But uh, other than that, no, I don't really like bits of play in the game, right? And I don't really remember much. But uh, I suppose it was we lost, so I was trying to like block that out. And, look for the future so hopefully now this time I'll remember a bit more. But you had a better day I suppose here in 2015. Um, yeah we bet uh, Scotland in the final yeah. Uh, yeah it was brilliant there uh, like we played Scotland previous to that and then we met them in the final then again but uh, yeah it's it's a just an amazing day for all like women's football and especially with the Cajun to be here in Crow Park yeah uh, we're just all we can't we can't wait for the day. Absolutely, and I suppose the years that you haven't been there as a player, have you come as a fan or have you watched it at home? Or? Oh yeah, no, a few of the girls I had at a play club are just friends with, we'd always come up for the day out, because it, it's, it is a day out and you'd come and watch the men's football, so there's no difference, so why don't you just come up and watch the women's football as well, so it's so, it's once you play the sport I suppose, it's great to have the support behind it from girls that obviously aren't playing in that year, so yeah, we definitely do make the trip up no matter if you're... Um, playing or not like. And I suppose you're probably here last year for that record attendance and whatnot and obviously everyone's kind of pushing to get over the line again this yeah. year and yeah. how great would that be? Uh, yeah, no, it'd be amazing. I know just the clubs at home that they've, they've all got the tickets already so it's good just hoping that the weather holds out that they don't decide, oh, sure, train and we'll watch on TV. So yeah, it's it's great to have that support and especially with the media coverage and everything that's, it's been like publicised so much this year and previous years as well that yeah it's great to have everyone there and hopefully we'll be able to break the record again. And Kate this year I suppose loud support has been really good through the year and mm. even I'm just thinking back to that Leinster final um, when you won and obviously it wasn't in the most the best of circumstances it was just after Michal's passing and stuff like that but there was serious support there from around the county. Yeah like we were surprised ourselves as players and then Michal's wife Mary was there and yeah I think maybe because of everything that has happened that people are like no these girls do be need to be given a chance and we'll we'll follow them and our men's team aren't doing very good so it's the only team that's sport in the county but yeah uh, it's been great like it's all family and friends and I suppose the younger girls are all in the clubs that are coming out to support us and yeah it's an amazing thing to see. Mm -hmm. I suppose maybe we could go back through the year Kate, uh, it's been going up and down, um, obviously your manager Michal's passing in the middle of it mm, wasn't. Yeah I yeah, know it was definitely yeah it was a tough time for us all and uh, so as we didn't really know when it all happened what was going to come of Loud Ladies, are we going to continue on and what he started for us or 
where we just kind of get a team together and just play game by game. But um, lucky enough, Darren came in, which is a family friend of Hall, and uh, he took over the reins of, of Hall, and uh, we're here now, and it's just been amazing for him because that's what he started in November. He was like, one thing I want you to do is to to be able to get to Crow Park and be in Crow Park. And uh, yeah, we're just all absolutely honoured to be here for him and a memory for him. Like Of course, but the group as well, the group itself, Darren coming in, you know, you're a really tight bunch and that has galvanised you too. Oh yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like going out and playing and just game football with your family more so than an actual team. We're so close, like even the weekends or anything, we just seem to always be mm-hmm. with each other. And I think that's why we've got so far with Michal Pass and everything, and even with the management. Like, it's just there, I suppose, the gel for us, because some of the girls were, like, like took it really hard, and some, like, we've really young team, so mm-hmm. it was very hard on them. And they just took us, like, on and says, girls, whatever you need, that we'll be able, we'll provide at the best that we can for you, and hope we'll see this journey out that Michal started in November. And, that's what we're doing. And looking at that Leinster final, like, you know, to, to bounce back from that and to put on a performance like you did and, you know, to carry yourself so well, even celebrations after and whatnot, and, and Mary to be in the middle of you, like, yeah. that must have been special too. Yeah, like, for her even to come to the game like that, it was a shocker for us all. Like, we were just so amazed and I uh, loved having her there. And even at the semi-final, when we bet Derry, um, she was on the phone straight away ringing and saying, oh, well done. And, how proud she was and how proud Michal would have been of us. It's just, it's amazing that she's on this journey as well. I know Michal's obviously not with us, so she's not exactly part of the team, but she's there with us all the time. She's always ringing in, asking how we're getting on. We, like we, a few of the girls, we called down to the house just for tea after training one night just to see how she's getting on. And it's, it is, it's brought us all together so much. It's, it's, it's amazing thing to see and we're, we're just we're doing it for them, for his family and for Marion. It's just and no doubt they'll be there on Sunday. Oh right? yeah, no <laughs> doubt she'll be there probably with his hat and probably <laughs> of course dressed up in his clothes or something. <laughs> but uh, yeah, his family are going. They're going to make the journey for us. So uh, yeah, hopefully now that we'll be able to celebrate all together. Brilliant. And I suppose you just touched on that semi final. Um, it was a bit of a crazy match that one. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it was it was mad. Uh, Michelle going down, getting injured, like. Poor girl, like it kind of, it's sad to say that, but it helped us that break. I think it was something that we needed. And Michelle, she's grand now. She came back uh, at training on Tuesday, thinking that she was going to train, but we were like, no, take a break. <laughs> That's just the character Michelle is. She's always that fighting spirit in her. And uh, yeah, it was just we were sitting in the dressing room for about an hour, and that's what we were kind of talking about. It was like what we have to do. We've six minutes to go out and to win a game, and. Uh, like oh, the journey we've been on since November and how we've got here that we're not just going to all throw it away within six minutes that we weren't leaving there without a win and lucky enough that's what we done we went out and we just get left everything on the field and hopefully we got the win over it. Uh, so basically Michelle went down and got injured and was on the pitch getting treatment for pretty much an hour yeah, while yeah. you were waiting to go out and finish yeah, the game yeah. and you were down and went out. Yeah, we were down by two points and then we went out, got a goal and won by a point. Got a goal, so she yeah. scored it. <laughs> oh, what was it like to put that one away? Uh, yeah, no, look, it was a, a team effort. The girls, mm-hmm. like, the ball came from the backs and the girls just luckily, like, they fell, the, Rebecca fed it to me and I just put it in the back of the net. But it was, a, like, it was a team effort. It wasn't just 
I didn't take the ball on myself mm-hmm. and score. It was like it's all it always is a team effort. Um like our defenders are absolutely amazing. They kept the goal the goals down to a minimum all year and lucky enough we've brilliant forwards in as well. They're very fast and they're well able to score as well. So it's just a massive, massive team effort and the hard work that we put in definitely got us through that six minutes. And it's gonna take a huge team effort on Sunday again. Oh yeah, definitely, yeah. It's gonna be I suppose probably the biggest test for us that we'll have all year. And it's everything that we've worked for all year. So we're just, we, we can't wait now. It's going to be exciting. Of course. And I suppose there is that, obviously, there's silver on the line and then there is promotion to, to the intermediate grade, which would be a huge step for Loud Ladies Football. Yeah, I think it's something that we need, especially with the year that it's gone, that this group will stay together. Because previous years, the team that, say, got to the All-Ireland Final, they kind of get their medals and some of them kind of just drift off or... For what reason, I don't really know. But hopefully this year now, because of the group and everything that we've been together as the group that we are, we'll drive on to next year. And hopefully if we get the win, then we'll be able to develop ourselves and to develop Loud Ladies Football. Brilliant. Well, look, we'll be all looking forward to Sunday. So Loud and Limerick throw in at quarter to 12, isn't it? Yeah. Right here in Crow Park. Sunday afternoon, and then it's followed by... Tyrone and Meath in the intermediate final and that's at 2 o'clock and then it's Dublin and Cork in the senior final at 4. That's all here in Crow Park and it's live on TG Carhouse so if you can't make it here make sure you tune in and thanks so much for joining us on the Ladies Football Show. We'll be back next week.